Welcome back to the News and Views Radio Network. This is a, this is a conversation nobody wants to have. Uh, this is a conversation that uh, we need to have, but nobody wants to have. And, and it's about uh, a person that doesn't have an enemy in the world here at the Mighty 790 KFGO. In fact, I'm not sure he has an enemy in the world anywhere. Everybody loves, everybody loves Bob Harris. I mean, I've, I've worked with him the 16 years I've worked here. Uh, a harder worker. I haven't found uh, a more dedicated person to his craft and to this building. I haven't found uh, a more intelligent man uh, when it comes to this trade. And quite frankly, to most things, I haven't found. And yet, right now, he is struggling for his life. He is struggling for his life. And, and the reason he's struggling for his life is because of COVID. And we don't have him here because of COVID. And so the last thing in the world, Jeannie Smith, and, and Bob's real name is Dave Smith. I'm just going to say that. But but the last thing in the world that, that Jeannie uh, wanted to do was come on the radio and talk about this. But, but I asked her to because so many people in our listening audience care. They really care. And if we believe in the power of prayer, which we do, then, then maybe after talking to Jeannie, we can do some good here. So, Jeannie, good to have you on News and Views. I'm sorry it's under these circumstances. Oh, good morning, Joel. I'm 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 glad to be able to share what's happening with uh, Dave, Bob, and uh, our family. Well, let's begin this way. Can you give us an update? What what are what condition is Bob in right now? He is um, unconscious. And he is intubated. Um, they have done, well, uh, let me just kind of back up and kind of give you a timeline that he went into the hospital on Thursday, which was Thanksgiving. He went in on Thanksgiving. Um, he was having trouble breathing, um, went in by ambulance. Of course, he was admitted. And for a couple days, he was on both BiPAP and oxygen, alternating BiPAP in the evening. Um, on Saturday morning, um, the, you know, the alarm bells went off. Um, they went in there, and his BiPAP had slipped off. Slipped off. Um, he had gone into cardiac arrest, or you know, he coded. Um, they brought him back, uh, intubated him. Um, he coded again. Um, they brought him back again, um, and so since then he has been in the ICU, intubated. Um, he was heavily sedated. They slowly, and they also do a thing where they cool the body to prevent damage or something from the, um, from the, the trauma. And um, so they gradually warmed him back up again. Um, they slowly took him off, uh, you know, the propofol, and um, he is not really responding neurologically. Um, so now he is basically in a coma, um, and they did a head T, uh, CT, um, that did not show any major brain bleed or stroke or anything like that. Um, also didn't show any damage from uh, lack of oxygen at this point. But the doctor did explain to me that this is more of a broader um, kind of test. If if he doesn't wake up in a couple of days, then they're going to do an MRI, which will show more um, more detail as to what might be going on. So right now we're just all really praying for him to wake up and just to, to give him a chance, you know, to to come out of this. So 
Okay. Yeah. So the doctor said we're going to have to take a little time left to to get to that phase where we're going to test for an MRI. Jeannie, are we, and believe me, I have no knowledge of quite frankly how to ask these questions, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to get through what, what I would be asking the doctor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are, Are we past that point then of Bob fighting the disease and now basically at the point where we're trying to deal with with what Bob has to deal with with the ramifications of having the disease. Um, he did say that his lungs have improved. He was he was very very um, sick with the COVID pneumonia. His lungs were very full with the pneumonia, which is why you know he had to um, be on the BiPAP and what caused the um, you know the ischemia that whatever couldn't get enough oxygen. Um, but he said that his, that has improved a lot. So if he were awake, he would probably be able to go off of the ventilator and be on the BiPAP again. Um, but because he's not awake, um, you know, that's not an option, but his lungs have improved. The, the pneumonia has improved. So, um, now it's just probably, yeah, the ramifications of the trauma of, um, the code, I think, is what we're dealing with right now. And of course, no doctor wants to make a, a prediction, uh, certainly no, without and, seeing and, an MRI, I would guess. Right. And um, at first, we were, you know, not, we were feeling very unhopeful. <laughs> um, but when I talked to him yesterday, he said, you know, sometimes it just takes people a long, longer time to wake up. Uh, we want to give them a chance. Uh, we want to, we want to wait and see what happens. Um, you know, so he, that made me much more hopeful. Um, at least we can wait a couple days um, until we get the MRI before we have to, you know, make any other major decisions. Um, so we're just, just really praying for that, that he will wake up and that this is just his body's way of, um, you know, recouping from the trauma. So... So when when it comes to the coma that he's in, this isn't induced. This isn't meant to allow him to to get the rest or whatever he needs or or to get everything else. This this is this is a coma that not not induced. This is a coma that Bob is in, and we're just waiting to see right. if he comes out of. Right. Um, I think they have. Um, yeah, they took him off sedation, um, but they have at times they have added a little bit, you know, just to make him comfortable. Um, but at this point, yeah, it's, he's not responding a lot to stimuli. Um, so, you know, like, but that, you know, because he is basically in a coma. So, um, we're just hoping that it is just from the trauma that his brain and his body are just trying to recover. His vitals are good. Um, they also, I guess the cardiologist came in and said his heart was good. Um, you know, so we're just, we're just really holding out hope. You know, I am, I am not ready to lose my brother. So, well, um, you're not gonna, Yeah. I mean, okay. you're not, we're going to help with that. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the power of positive thought and prayer. We're going to do yeah. everything we can to make sure you don't. I mean, that's yeah. why I really appreciate you coming on is because yeah. I believe in it. And, and, and even if, even if we don't succeed, Jeannie, why wouldn't we? Right. Why wouldn't right. we? try to send all that positive message we can when when you can you see him well will they allow you to go in the room 
No, he is in the ICU. Well, even when he was in the COVID in, um, unit, the special unit, um, you're not allowed up there because it's a COVID unit. So definitely not in the ICU COVID. Um, so, you know, yeah, you feel very helpless because you're at, mer you kind of, you know, the nurses up there are crazy busy, but they will try to take the time to give you a call and give you an update. And, and many times it was, it was a very detailed conversation. Um, they tried to be reassuring. They tried to be realistic. Um, you know, they, they're, they're very good about um, keeping you updated, but, you know, I really appreciate that because I know how, how crazy it is up there. But at the same time, I mean, I would want to call every hour to get an update. Has anything changed? But I know I can't do that. And, um, you know, I obviously can't talk to him. Um, I must say that I, I have um, a, a, a great deal of gratitude. They have uh, pastoral um, services there. Um, and we actually personally know one of the pastors up there. Her name is um, Kirsten Franzfog. Um, she's also a friend of Bob's. And um, I asked her if she could go in. And, um, you know, she went in and she talked to him um, for us, told him, you know, that we love him, we miss him, we want him to get better. Um, and then she prayed with him. And it just brought me so much comfort to know that he had a personal touch um, she also said that they have the radio on with soft music, um, which I, you know, it, even though he's unconscious, I just think that's a very, um, a very um, kind thing for them to do. Maybe that will help stimulate something. Um, so I'm just, I'm just very grateful for everyone up there at Sanford. So, Jeannie, you know, Bob has, he's so proud of his son and he always talks to me about his son and, and, you know, his son has special needs, and yet Bob is so dedicated. Um, how did how do you – how is that going? I mean, do, does his son know the situation? Uh, because all I kept thinking about last night after we talked was, you know, how hard this would be to not – for him not to see dad because I know what an yeah. important part of his life that is. Yeah, and um, I ha actually have not – I mean, they know that he is in the hospital, that, you know, his, his uh, group home. Um, I did not have the number. And so yesterday I went and got his phone um, and turned it on and um, to, get, to get the number. So I have I've yet to contact and give them a, a detailed update. Um, but I, yeah, but that is one of the things that we're very concerned about is, you know, that he would take him out almost every day. Um, they would go to, you know, every weekend they'd find, they'd, you know, he'd maybe get like Subway or a pizza and they would go someplace and have lunch. And, um, you know, so he spent a lot of time. I mean, that's his, that was his best, that's his best friend is his son. Um, so, uh, yeah, but he, I, they also can, uh, do, uh, use an iPad and do FaceTime, um, but uh, Chris is also uh, blind, so I don't know how that would work. But maybe if uh, Bob could hear his voice, I'm not sure. So I, um, I can tell you this: when Bob would stick his head in my door and say that he took him to the Chankapa Zoo, his face just lit up like the day before Christmas. I mean, it just, yeah. it just, Jeannie, it, it, there was some, there's something special there that we can't lose. Uh, 
I have a minute and a half left, and it's all yours to talk to people about what they need to do to make sure more people like Bob aren't where they're at. Go. Okay. Well, um, it, this can happen to anybody. Um, my brother, yeah, is a big guy, but he didn't have any other uh, underlying health conditions um, besides the fact that he just turned 65. <laughs> uh and I would say you don't know. You don't know if you're asymptomatic. Love your neighbor. Take care of your neighbor and wear the mask because you don't know. You don't know who's going to get sick. You don't know how it's going to affect people. And this is devastating for a family. Um, I, I understand people want to, you know, they, they think they have a right to not wear a mask. But please, for the sake of everyone around you, do it because to be kind. Do it for your neighbor. Love your neighbor. Do it for the greater good mm-hmm. because you don't know. You just don't know who is going to be affected negatively. I, I don't understand it. Where, um, why people aren't willing to wear masks. I, I have a very difficult time, especially now. Um, I'm trying not to be angry with people, but I just think you don't know. You don't know if you're asymptomatic. Yeah. Um, I have uh, a son and uh, his, his girlfriend and many friends that are in the nursing profession. They wear masks all day long. Some of them work with COVID patients. They wear uh, n 95 for 12 hours a day. If they can do it, you can wear a cloth mask for 20 minutes while you run into a store and out. Uh, it's not that hard. Jeannie, you are so right. And I want you to hear this from one of our listeners It says, yes, pray and wait. I was in a coma one month back in 1980, and yes, I consider myself whole and balanced by the grace of God. So I want you to hear that. Another one, praying for Bob, my heart goes out to his family. I've come to see the whole KFGO crew as an extended family after listening to you all, which means exactly what I said. Bob is a part of all of these people's families, and Dave is that important to everyone. Jeannie? Whatever way, whatever possible way, you can extend all of that to him and get word to him. We would appreciate it. Okay. Oh, I will. I will. Um, I hopefully can have the pastor Francois go up again and, and express that. And I just want to say thank you to KFGO family. Um, many of you have reached out to me, and I have you know tried to keep everyone updated. Um, I know I and I, I have respect. I, I thank you so much for. Um, respecting the, the Bob's privacy and yeah. the privacy of our family. Um, I know that um, it, it was probably hard not to have, you know, want to say something about him because he, yeah. he's there a lot. I mean, yeah. I, you know, people are like, I, I hear him you. at all Jeannie, hours of the day. We're going to keep calling so. too. Thank you. Uh, thank okay. you. He's all our right. brother too. So appreciate it. We'll be back right. with more thank you, Joel. right after this.